All right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze podcast. This is Marlo. You know, you know what? I don't, I don't know if I can do it, Casey. I don't think, I don't know if I can make it. Uh, well, um, I'm here. I'm here for you, I guess. I'm, uh, I'm not going to say disappointed in the results, but I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here for you, man. Well, I, I appreciate you being there physically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a tough <laughs> one. But how? Are, yeah. Besides that, how are you? Oh, I'm all right. You know, uh, weekend uh, football. I think that these two first uh, weekends for the playoffs are some of the best weekends of football. Uh, we got four good games, eh, three and a half good games uh, this week. Uh, and I think it's shaping up to look that way next week. So you just settle settled in this weekend, watch a lot of football, yeah, and definitely. you know, not having a not having a horse in the race, so to speak. Uh, I was able to kind of emotionally disconnect. I, I assume, unlike you, yeah, unlike me. I mean, it, it is a great week of football with the Bears having the last game. Like Saturday was enjoyable, but Sunday all day was kind of very nerve wracking. Yeah, I uh, didn't really get to enjoy that at first game because I was just it's just a ball of nerves. Yeah, just waiting. Uh, just waiting. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's tough having that late game. You know, you're just sitting there waiting, uh, not really able to watch all the games. Even uh, yesterday, again, I was fine watching them. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like even but, even yeah. the first games. Even first yeah. games, we'll get into it a little bit. But when the the Colts, you know. When they were putting up points on on Houston, being like yeah. the, you know the sixth seed, I was like, I think I texted my brother. I'm like, this is making me really nervous for yeah. my game, um, which had no bearing on it. But, right, but it was just yeah, I just couldn't enjoy. It. I just couldn't enjoy. It. Yeah, so, everything everything that happens, you feel like has an effect on your game, even though it really do, really doesn't. Like yeah, oh absolutely. a six seed is killing them. Oh no, we're playing a six seed, and then a six seed wins. Like both six yeah. seeds can't win. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you know <laughs> all yeah. these. Hoops you kind of think yourself through before your game, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of performing psychological warfare myself, yeah. Um, but getting into the game, the Bears playing the Philadelphia Eagles at home. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's there's a lot of weird stuff that happened. A couple crazy calls, yeah. non calls, weird stuff. Um, you know, Nick Foles throwing two interceptions, which is you know, the Bears. You know, kind of did what they needed to do on defense. Uh, you know, I mean, could have seen this coming. We knew this was going to happen. It was going to come down to a parky kick. We saw it coming. Mm. That's what playoff football is about. And it just had, this was the way it was going to be. And we have no one to blame but ourselves. It shouldn't have come down to the kick. Uh, I mean, the Eagles made a, you know, a hell of a, uh, the defense tried to make a hell of a stand on that on that goal line, but it's hard to keep a team out of the end zone from the one yard line. Uh, that yeah. goal and take touchdown, but put him in position to, you know, have a decent, like a 43-yard field goal for NFL kicker is, you know, not unreasonable to ask for. Yeah. And just, you know, the icing the kicker worked. That's probably the worst part. It's the whole icing the kicker. I can't believe that works. But in po- Cody Parker, and the fact that he hit the field goal again for the fifth time, sixth time this season, the actual, I mean, the goalpost, not the field goal, hit the right. actual upright. Yeah. That's like, it, it's the... The probability on that has to be astronomical. Yeah, to be able to do that, and that's just—it's the heart, so heartbreaking. 
I'm still not over it, obviously. It's going to take mm-hmm. a while, but I'll try to push through this podcast yeah. for your for yeah. you. Well, for you. Yeah. You are but, professional, so. Yeah, you are professional. <laughs> but I think yeah, it was yeah, it was it was kind of bad. Obviously, I was going crazy in my house and Sure. Uh <laughs> my son doesn't quite get it yet cuz he was laughing at me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh I probably I probably would have been too, so. Yeah, you probably would have. Uh yeah, and then I, I think and the other thing too that was kind of surprising was after it was over it was it'll change tomorrow but I honestly do, do think that all my Packer fans friends felt bad because it is a terrible way to lose and I got a lot of like pity text. No, good. That's that's there seem, you go. that seems sincere. I don't know if they were. I'm going to take them as sincere. I'm sure it'll change over time um, as we go through the off season. But yeah. that was uh, that was that was a surprising uh, part as well. Yeah. No, I I think you know in the moment. Clint, as a Packer fan, resident Packer fan, glad the Bears lost, but obviously feel for the way that it ended there. I was actually confused at the end of the game. Uh, so obviously the kick went off the upright and it was no yeah. good, and they showed the people celebrating. And then they showed like a clip of the icing where they called the timeout, and then the yeah. kick was... So I thought for a second, like, oh, they called a timeout, and they're going to re-kick it. Yeah, and I guess I just wasn't really listening to what they were saying, so I was really confused. I thought they still had a chance, and then like it slowly dawned on me that no, the game was in fact over. So, good job in confusing me, NBC. Yeah, way well to done. go, NBC. Well done. So, uh, I guess probably too soon to to kind of reflect on the season uh, as a whole. I mean, obviously, wildly more successful than uh, we thought coming in. Um, do you think that this is kind of a, a building block for the future or do you think this was kind of the the bears chance so uh, i i want to say yes but it's i think i've been saying i've been i haven't been saying because i haven't replied to anybody tonight yeah but i've been saying this in my head that because i've heard this i've heard this quite a bit but it's it's a year-to-year league you know I, yeah. I it's and to be honest i mean you know i've never seen this sustained success Mm-hmm. Um, to that level, so how I, you know, I'm not going to be the one that kind of believe it until it happens. Um, so yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope that's the case. It, it has mm-hmm. the makings of it, you know. The you know got the defense, young quarterback uh, yeah. that we don't have to pay. Everyone's kind of locked in for the next couple of years. No, no big you know free agents out there yeah. that we have to think about resigning, and that is very. You know, that looks very good for the outside, from outside looking in, but you just never know. You never know what mm-hmm. happened. Look at the Jags. We all thought the Jags yep. were going to be back, and yeah, that just went downhill fast. So, yeah, I hope so, but I, I haven't. That's not, I'm not there yet to to believe right. it 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's easy to look and say the future looks bright uh, with, with a young quarterback, and then there it seems like there's no reason that the defense would take a step back next year. Um, but as you mentioned, who who knows? Uh, I just not. I, I don't want to like rub salt in the wounds or anything here. But like this seemed like a real opportunity for the Bears, at least to get the NFC Championship game. And then you're yeah. presumably against the Saints, right? And then who knows? Yeah. It's a one game thing, and then you're in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, you know, because the winner plays the Rams, and the Bears had already beaten the Rams. Yeah, and the Rams look like a different team now. Than they did even when the Bears played them, even though yeah. they, obviously the Bears won. But it just seemed like a, a real opportunity, and I guess a shame for Bears fans that it, it didn't come through. Uh, and you know, as we look forward, um, you know, you presume, you know, the, I guess I will presume that the Packers will be better next year with the new head coach. 
um, and Aaron Rodgers that Aaron Rodgers hopefully likes. Um, and <laughs> you know, gets along who, with yeah, that he gets along with and actually listens to you know little things like that. Um, and who knows what you know the Vikings if this uh, you know if this is the team that they are going forward. So. I think it'll be competitive next year, but I think it was a, a real opportunity for the Bears uh, this year. But it was, you know, a good a good season for them. Um, I had a question for you. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Well, I just going to. It's hard. It's so hard to say it was, it was a good season when it ends like that. Right. And I get it. Well, yeah. I mean, in the moment, a of, there's a lot of other teams that want to be in the playoffs and want that record. But it's like it's just. Uh, it just feels like all for naught. All yeah. for naught. And I just I, and it has to be the Eagles of all the teams. It has to be the Eagles. Just that the whole Nick uh, scenario, doing it again. Whatever. Anyways, what were you yeah. gonna ask? I don't know. I was. Yeah. I don't know. Not sure. All right. Not sure. Um, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can put That's, the bear, I can put the Bears in bed. Yeah. Season over. Maybe we'll come back to it at a later point. I just can't do it right now. Um, but the Packers offseason has started. Yeah, a lot of when, rumors going on. Yeah, everybody is waiting to hear what the Packers are doing. So apparently, all all the interviews are happening. They are interviewing everyone and their cousin. It seems. Yeah, I think there is twelve or thirteen uh, people who have been uh, scheduled to interview with the team. A couple already occurring. I'm not going to go through the list or anything, but it 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 every day, every morning, I wake up <laughs> and it seems like there's a new person interviewing, and it's like, oh. Who's this coordinator I've never heard of before? Or right. oh, that coach is still coaching in the NFL, and the Packers are going to interview him. It's uh, <laughs> it's very strange. Uh, and I don't it makes get... me feel like they have them walk in a room, and Aaron's just there with a thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah. Well, you think he could do that without them having to walk into the room? I don't. <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't know. I don't know what I what I would like more. Like I would. Like, would I rather them just be like, these are our two or three guys, or our guy we're going after? Or would I, like, what are you asking them in these interviews? Like, that, I don't know, that would differentiate you from a guy that you want. You know, you're bringing in, let's say, I can't even remember of any of any of the names, but like the offensive coordinator for uh, the Saints, right? He's a, yeah. a guy that they're, they're bringing in for an interview. Like, what is he going to say that would be like, no, we want him over Josh McDaniels or something? I know he's one of the guys coming in. It's just weird. I don't get how this interview process works. And the fact that they're interviewing everybody, to me, seems a little bit like they don't know what they're looking for. So that's concerning. Yeah, and I thought for sure uh, when Pat Svigerald declared that he wasn't going anywhere after his bowl win, he was definitely going to the Packers. I thought that was just a contract pending. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So they they couldn't snatch him away. So that's disappointing, but um, I just can't, I still can't imagine uh, that being the case. So anyway, Packers interviewing everybody. Uh, is that a sign of a thorough process or sign for concern? It is concerning me more every day. It seems like they don't know what they're looking for there. Uh, nobody else, people don't want to hear about the Packers anymore, Marlo. Uh, let's look at the other games that happened this weekend uh, by doing some winners and losers of Wild Card Weekend. Do you want to go take the first uh, winner, I guess. Yeah, I'll take first winner. I'll give it to uh, T. Y. Hilton. Um, All right. Not only besides his his fabulous game and yeah. getting the the win in Texas. Uh, pre game, he shows up in a clown in a clown mask, 
uh, you know, walking through, posted on social media, came off the bus with it, walked to the locker room with it. It was all over in reference to uh, the Texans DB who who called him a clown. Um, yeah. And then he just went out and balled out. Uh, so if you're going to do that and you you got to, you, you know, you got to produce and he produced. So he's definitely a winner in that situation. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, although it was terrifying because oh, it was comments <laughs> are absolutely terrifying. Um, all right, I'll give my uh, first winners. I'm going to do two in one uh, okay. here um, to the Melvins on on the Chargers. Uh, first uh, of the two, uh, Melvin Ingram, who was a monster on defense today and uh, really shut down uh, that Ravens that vaunted Ravens uh, running game and the option with. I don't know if it's option read option. Is that what it's called these days? Uh, with Lamar Jackson, uh, <laughs> hell is Baltimore to 90 RPO. yards. RPO. Yeah. Well, in Baltimore, it's just, a, <laughs> a, I guess, RO, uh, <laughs> holding Baltimore to 90 yards rushing. Uh, and he was kind of the, the beast on defense making that happen. And then Marlo, I think, uh, we talked about this. So you saw it, uh, the uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, video where he was in a Uber, I guess. Yes, and he was he was chatting up uh, the driver who did not recognize him, uh, and that was that was pretty funny. But uh, I guess I'd get the why he's on my winners is the uh, eyebrow raises that he gave the camera was ah. another level of of eyebrow raises. So congratulations, yeah. Melvin. And I, you know, was watching that game and really as a you know Badger fan, I just wanted to see Melvin Gordon do well, and then like the third play, it seemed like or his third carry or whatever it was, he goes down with a knee injury. He came back yeah. in, but like, yeah, I thought it was done. I I did too, and I was like, you gotta be kidding me! Like this is what I'm, you know, I'm gonna watch the game anyway. But like the main thing I'm cheering for in this game, and yeah. already uh, I don't have a chance to to root for that. So anyway, that was my my winner, the Melvins of the Chargers. The Melvins of the Chargers. All right, uh, my next winner. Was from the it was from the Colts Texans game again. It was on well, it was on ABC, but by the ESPN Monday Night crew. Um, all the yeah. viewers of that game were winners because there was no Boogermobile. Booger, <laughs> Booger was in. He was Booger in the was, booth. He was in the booth. Booger was in the booth. So wow. people watching the game there weren't obstructed, and also we didn't have to keep going down to Booger in the Boogermobile, and he's all in our face um, yeah. in the screen. So uh, the I give it to the the winners, the viewers of that game. That's funny. I had, I I was going to mention them as uh, the losers, the viewers of that game. I thought it was a really boring game. It was the it was the most boring of all of the all of the True. games. True. And the Colts went scored in their first three possessions, jumped out to twenty one zero lead, and Houston never really did anything. The back Indianapolis never really did anything more to extend the lead. It just felt like then the nothing happened for you know the last three quarters really and it was i don't know like normally we go in and that's kind of that first game on saturday is the boring game right it's yeah. usually like lopsided or yeah and it's usually the texans where, in it yes it's usually the texans <laughs> in it uh but i thought this year was going to be different i thought this year yeah. was going to be um a good game you know obviously these are division opponents and i think both these teams are good but uh, houston just I, I don't know if they didn't show up or the colts were just a better team but it just felt like nothing happened and I was pretty pretty bored and ready for the next game by by the end of it. But at least Booger wasn't in their way. Right. Yeah. Enough of Booger in the Booger mobile. All right. Uh do I have another winner? Let me look. All right. Another winner. No, I have no other winners. I just had the Gordons or the Melvin <laughs> Sixes. Got a lot of losers though. I got a lot right. of losers. All right, what, what do you got for losers? Let's go All right, losers. losers. First loser. Ah, sad staring into 
the middle distance Joe Flacco. <laughs> what what a sad performance by him. Every uh, time they were talking about um, the struggles of uh, the the Ravens' offense, uh, you know, <laughs> or Lamar Jackson struggles or anything like that, they they showed him on the bench and he's sitting there right next to Joe Flacco, who's got his. Got his hat on and just kind of staring into that middle distance, knowing he's not going in, no matter what. It was it was sad. I'll give him the tough guy award because he sat there, no coat, no nothing. Yeah, the whole game. Even Lamar Jackson came over and put the coat on every time he sat next to them. I, I mean, I know the camera doesn't doesn't get him everything, but I swear he said nothing to Lamar Jackson. Oh, I don't think so at all. Just standing there um, with RG three pumping everybody else next to him. It that just seems so awkward. Yeah. Um. In Lamar Jackson's first half, it was awful. I think they had a total of like a net of like net nine yards. Of, it was of total it was offense. Terrible. It was so abysmal, and I was kind of surprised they didn't put uh, a Flacco in then. And then that fourth quarter, Lamar Jackson, you know, started to play a little bit, but that was awkward to watch just yeah. from afar. Although on uh, on the twitters, I saw uh, I think Big Cat tweeted out, and he said that he was rooting for or hoping Joe Flacco came in, let him back, and won another Super Bowl, and they gave him another fat contract. Yeah. And in, in that moment, everything changed for me, and I wanted nothing more than to see that happen. <laughs> that would have been so great. That would have been fantastic. Oh, but alas, yeah, it, not to come. All right. Uh, what's, your, what's your first loser here? Huge loser in the Dallas Seahawks game is yeah. Alan Hearns, Oof. who had a disgusting injury. Um, it's one of those where I saw it and I wish I didn't see it in live because I never replayed it. Um, usually yeah. I kind of miss those things. And it was I was, it was one of those things I looked. I didn't actually see it happen. I saw the result because I saw him standing there and I was like, yeah. I was like um, his foot's not supposed to be that way. And that's why he's on the <laughs> yeah. ground. Yeah. Um, and so that was that was just ugh, and I, it was it was nasty. Yeah. And I, then it was all over. It was all over Twitter. Everybody wants to see it. And I could not not look at it. Yeah. I... I caught it live. I we were actually eating oh, dinner no. Oh, no. Uh, in front of the TV watching it, and I put I, I put my bowl down and I went oh and just like covered covered my eyes and 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 whatnot. And then like four minutes later, my wife says to me, "Why are why are all the players on the field?" And I go, "Did you not hear me like <laughs> exclaim out in pain? I'm sitting right next to you." And the guy like his foot went the complete wrong way. And she's like, "I didn't, I didn't notice that at all." I was, like, what? <laughs> I was, I was like almost spitting up my food. It was so disgusting. Anyway, uh, yeah, poor. I mean, brutal, brutal tackle. Uh, and and wish the best in his recovery. But whew, yeah, for sure, a yeah. loser of the day. Um. All right, I got uh, another loser. I uh, I'm gonna I'm trying I was trying to think of a way to phrase this, but I'm gonna go with uh, Seattle's offensive game plan, or maybe I can put it down to their offensive coordinator against Dallas, because they came in and granted they were one of the leading rushing teams, first or second I think it was in the NFL, um, and they freaking tried to run the ball all game. They did not give up on the run, and then. When the game was almost out of hand, they let Russell Wilson be Russell Wilson, and he almost got him, brought him back. Like, yeah. just if you're going to pay a guy thirty million dollars or whatever Russell Mills, Wilson is going to make, let him play. I mean, it was it was terrible. The, their offensive game plan I thought was awful. If you would have gone in there and let Russell Wilson sling the ball around, I think he went easy. Yeah, just let Russell let Russell be Russell. I feel like the Seahawks have done that so many times this season. 
Uh, and that, you know, that's kind of yeah. where they're at. It's, you know, yes. I think he's, he's had the least amount of attempts, the least amount of, of rushing yards, and they just haven't let him do what he does best. That's frustrating. And, you know, maybe that's just my, my Wisconsin bias creeping in, but <laughs> God, it was frustrating just, you know, seeing him run in the line of scrimmage and fall over, over and over again. They're, they're running backs. All right. Losers. Um, uh, J- apparently, J.J. Watt is a loser. Oh. Um, this, this, isn't me. this isn't per me. This oh, is okay. coming from Booger himself. Oh, boy. Uh, Booger says that that's nice that you can swap balls down, but we do not pay you for that. You need to get to the quarterback. So, shame I on mean, you, J.J. Watt, for impacting the game by not letting complete passes because you haven't sacked quarterback and said you knocked the ball in the air. Turning things into interceptions, but Booger says that's not what you're paid for. <laughs> well, didn't he set some sort of, like, Another season where he had 18 sacks or something, or it was yeah. like it was like him and Reggie White, right? Were yeah. like the two guys who had this stat, like great company. Yeah. Uh, and I th- is it that like defensive line one one? If you can't get to the quarterback, yes. knock the ball down. Yeah, I believe so. I believe good, so. Good thing they let that guy in the booth. Sup, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ESPN? We're here. Yeah, we're yeah. Here. Speaking of letting people into the booth. <laughs> We were, we were graced by the presence of NFL rules analysts in the booth, Marlo, at least yeah, in the we Bears were. game. Uh, but, you know, they're always a, a quick, you know, uh, TV throwaway to uh, a rules analyst there. And my God, was it a rough day or weekend for them? Uh, I think there was two or three times where uh, we were texting about it and everybody in the booth said, it was going to one thing was going to happen. It was a completion. It was a touchdown. It was a fumble, whatever it was. And then the referee on the field came out and said the exact opposite. <laughs> I th- one was the uh, Derek Watt touchdown. Uh, another was the whatever happened in the Bears game that that catch fumble. But yeah, then they couldn't fumble. They couldn't give it to him because it wasn't re- clear recovery. Yeah. So therefore, it was incomplete. That didn't make any yeah, sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> uh, uh, it's bizarre. Marvin, Melvin Gordon, uh, touchdown, no touchdown, or fumble. Yeah. And so they put these guys in there to, I guess, try and make it easier for the lay people to understand the rules and what's going on. And then they just, I don't know if they get it wrong or the people in the field get it wrong, but God, it looks terrible. It looks terrible that like every, you have a consensus in this little booth of, of three people who watch a lot of football, presumably. Yeah, uh, and then the people on the field, the refs on the field, call something completely the opposite way. It's unbelievable, right? Yeah, it it just I think it's it's I think it just shows like the disconnect of what the rules are and what they're meant to be. Yeah, I think like the Derek Watt like rolling into the end zone. I just felt like everyone thought it was a clear touchdown. Like yeah. you, you know, I I mean, in the booth, in the stadium, everywhere. But it's like, oh no, no, it, it's not. And it's just so it's so strange. And I liked it when I liked it when they brought those people. Or was it Mike? Uh, whatever on Fox, he was the first yeah. guy they brought in. Yeah, and I really like it. But now I'm so done with it. Now that everybody has it, and it seems like I guess I probably remember the ones that are wrong more often. But it just seems right. like they're they're wrong more than they should be. Yeah, and it's on. Yeah, these controversial plays where you need somebody to explain to the viewer what's happening. Yeah, and like what the rule is, and that's and that's where they get it wrong. Yeah. Um. All right. That's any more winners or losers from you, Marlon? Uh, that's uh. You know, besides myself. Yeah. Uh, for giving my my hopes and dreams up and having come crashing down on a goal pole hiss, I have no more. Okay. 
All right, me, me neither. All right, uh, so let's look ahead uh, to next week games. Uh, there are four of them still uh, with our what is this called the divisional round? Divisional. I don't even know. Divisional yeah. wild card, divisional championship. All right. championship divisional round. Yep. Uh, all right, Marlo. So there's there's four games, and let's pick each pick an upset and each pick a lock. So the all games right. are Indianapolis Colts at Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Los Angeles Chargers at New England Patriots, Philadelphia Eagles at the Saints. The Dallas Cowboys at the L.A. Rams. All right. All right, so you pick your upset first. I got my upset. Upset is going to be the Chargers over the Pats. You can't pick the same. No, I'm going to pick that one. You pick a different one. <laughs> Fine, I'll pick a different one. My no, upset is going to be, no, my upset's going to be the Eagles over the Saints. No, that's not going to happen. Pick a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Nick Foles is going to go down to the do it again? start slinging around. He's going to do it again. It's, it's just set, It's just set up just like it was last season. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll pick that up. So Eagles over the Saints. They you slow can't. down Drew Brees, and Nicholas just kind of and goes off. And, the, and here right. we go. Here we Damn. go. That was going to be. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Who's so your upset? Who's your my upset? upset. Surprising everybody. It's going to be the Los Angeles Chargers over the New England Patriots. Marl, <laughs> I, I I guess before the playoffs, I picked the Patriot. Or excuse me, the Chargers to go to the Super Bowl. So that you know, this would follow in line with that logic. Um, I think that they're a more complete team than the Pats, and I think that the Pats are not as good as they have been of their teams of yesteryear. Uh, and I think they are are right for an upset. Yeah, and we're going to hear all week about the uh, AFC Championship game where Philip Rivers is playing with a torn ACL and almost beat the Pats in yeah. New England. Almost. Yeah. Hero. Uh, hero. <laughs> it's like 11 years ago. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but, um, like but yeah, I think, like I said before, you stole it from four me. Four kids ago. Yeah, I think I know I said the Pats were going to the Super Bowl a couple weeks ago. I kind of still believe that, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers beat them um, on this game. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, what's your lock if you pick the same one as me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Which... All right, lock. Uh, my lock is going to be uh, lock is going to be Rams over the Cowboys. Oh wow, Cowboys. I mean, I mean Zeke Zeke's good, but they're just not. They're not that. They're not that good. They're not that good no? in football. Okay. And I think this is where Rams, even if they don't play as like. Even if they play as they've been playing the last couple of weeks, not as well yeah. as we saw beginning of the season, I still think they could beat the Cowboys. Um, so I'm going Rams over Cowboys. Okay, I'm a little worried about uh, Gurley's health, and I'm a little worried that the Cowboys' defense is actually good. That Vander Esch is is pretty great. He's so uh, that that worries me. There, uh, my lock. I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm going to go home field. Uh, there, Drew Brees in uh, in the dome is is too much for uh, the Eagles. Uh, all Nick Foles magic withstanding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right, good. So, uh, so go. no Col- so Col- Chiefs. Colts Chiefs is the wild card. Also Colts playing. Is the wild also card. playing. Uh, yeah. yeah, I could see. I just don't know on that one because the Chiefs defense. They're just. Yeah. I can see them being. Poor enough to, to lose that game, but I can see that obviously um, Mahomes being good enough to win, so that's why I avoided that one. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll see divisionals uh, starting on Saturday. Got another great weekend of, of yeah. football coming up. So 
Get your couches ready. Get your popcorn ready. Get your beer ready. Let's go. Do people eat popcorn at home while they watch football? I don't know when they watch football. I, I enjoy popcorn. At home? Yeah, at home. Yeah. I enjoy watch, popcorn. Okay. Not watching. I don't know. Nah, I wouldn't I say not your football. It's like a movie thing, I think, for me. It's like I'll, uh, at home, you get the microwave popcorn, watch a movie kind of thing. Football is more like nachos, chips, wings, <laughs> that kind of stuff. All right. It's wings ready. Yeah. All there right. you go. Order of 100 wings coming up. All right. That's that's NFL. But Casey, who cares about yeah. that? Yeah. Who cares about that? Because we have Mr. Graham Martz coming yeah. on to Wisconsin. Steps on campus this week. Uh, this is an early enrollee. Yeah. He's probably the best quarterback ever, winning the MVP award <laughs> at the, yeah. what is this thing called? The All-American Bowl. Yeah. Who, ca- who cares about your NFL? <laughs> We're going to talk high school football. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk <laughs> high school all-star football. Yeah. Graham Arts, he's the, uh, he's the greatest quarterback to come out of uh, Kansas. And yeah, that's he's true. He's going to win a national championship and a Heisman. God, from from your lips to God's ears. Uh, yeah, I actually, I I shouldn't say I watched this. I didn't watch it, but I definitely followed along as uh, I guess through Twitter. And he had what three touchdowns in the first half, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, what did I have? Five? Was it? Ended up at five. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I saw a couple of the videos of his workouts. He throws a pretty good ball, Marlo. Throws a yeah. Pretty good so ball. I, yeah, I actually I actually was watching this game. And <laughs> I, you know, I'm the obvious first one to say I was a bit of a naysayer for everyone hyping up this high school kid, you know, with all this. But I was, I was watching that game because I, I stopped on it, right? It's like NBC or something, and I was like, oh yeah, Grand Mars is playing. Let me just, let me just check it out. Let me just check it out. And I saw the first two touchdowns, and I was like, I just had all these tinglys inside. Like, <laughs> oh my god, he's actually like, he looks like a good quarterback. And it's like, oh yeah, it's in high school, but you know, you're playing against D1 athletes. It's you know, it's not up to that level, but it's it, you know, it's. It's top yeah. tier. It's the top yeah. tier. It's the top of the top. Um, yeah. I mean, I know at least the people he was throwing to were going to like Georgia and yeah. like, you know, the, the kind of the top recruiting class schools. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I was just, you know, I, I was feeling I was feeling it. I was feeling good. And, yeah, I was starting to follow along on Twitter and getting all into it. And it's just like, all right, Graham's going to be here. Here we go. And what did he, I think he had a, well, I don't know. He said directly to the uh you know the the announcing crew that he he thinks it's going to be an open competition come spring and I was like it better well be yeah <laughs> yeah Ew. yeah it's going to be an interesting spring for sure i mean you, we talked about i think was it last week uh the concern we have for horny brooks social media presence yeah um oh, gotten so hot so hot yeah and you know we're not and we said neither of us were excited about cohen's performance so we'll see um he looked good god i'm going to get too excited but man that's exciting (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i mean you know we're we're graham mertz podcast now yeah Uh, hopefully the first and last time we talk about high school football (laughs) yeah yeah well no he's gonna be he's gonna be a college student come yeah that's right like a couple days so He's uh he's officially he's officially graduated high school already. So yeah, there we go. Yes, you know as kids do, they just you know graduate semester early. Yeah, well, yeah. It's <laughs> like the whole reclassifying thing in uh, college basketball. Right. It's like oh no, I was a junior, but now I'm, now I'm a senior and I'm graduating a year early. It's like, what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I try uh, to I, I try to ex- I try to explain it to my wife. She's like, wait, what? He's going to be there? So like, yeah, like these are what these good football players do. They just graduate yeah. early. He just has he just has enough credits somehow. Like what? just magically. Yeah, was he? I don't know. 
I don't get. It. Could I have done that? Could I? Did I was was I just hanging around an extra semester? I could have just been like, yeah. I mean, working at working at pick and save or something. <laughs> save up for college. Yeah, I guess. I don't All know. Right, well, you know, I'm a man of regrets, and there's another one. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so talking about actual college kids, shall yeah. we? Yeah, all right. Um, get into some Badger basketball? Sure. Uh, I guess let's start with uh, the game that happened on Thursday. That I think I said on the last podcast was Friday, so hopefully people checked their schedules and didn't go off of my word. There's so many people out there who missed the game because they were well, lucky to you guys. I have to say they were lucky. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Wisconsin fell to Minnesota Golden Gophers. Um Snapping another streak of uh, Badger victories over Minnesota. Obviously, the Axe, which I was, again, I, I again forgot that that happened, <laughs> that I was reminded during this game uh, that it happened. But we had a nine-game winning streak uh, in in basketball over Minnesota, which was snapped. Uh, Wisconsin scored 14 first-half points, which was the lowest since, I think it was 1999 against Wake Forest in a game they scored I don't know if they scored less than 14 points, but at least 14 points, which seems absolutely ridiculous. So 20 years ago, that had happened. Um, They went on a stretch of about 10 game minutes without scoring any points, which seems hard to do. So anyway, this is all to say that they lost. Uh, It ended up being relatively close, close, all things considered, losing 59 to 52. Um, So there's that. Hopefully... Some of yeah. our fan, our fellow fans did miss that, I guess. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you what, I missed the whole entire second half because I just couldn't <laughs> do that. I mean, after, after they put up 14 points, it was so, I just, I couldn't do it. Um, and actually, speaking of that, like, uh, Ben Brust put a poll out on his Twitter. Yeah. Uh, asking if him, his radio host, um, and Josh Gosher took, took two other fans out of the stands could they score 15 points in the first half against that Minnesota team? Mm. So I'll ask you this, Casey. If we had... No. If we had, <laughs> if we had Gosser... If, it, if we if were we the other Gosser, two? If we had Gosser, Ben Bruss, and I'll replace... I'll let you replace the third one with any any of your favorite Badgers. And oh, yeah. the two of us, could we do 15 points in the first half against that Minnesota team? I'm. We could maybe score 15 points. I think we'd give up. Like, I think we'd give up a billion. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Score 15 points in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could score. I, I think yeah. we would be down by more than 29 sure. to 14. But Sure. Sure. But we'd score over 50. I get you. Sure. I'll give oh, you yeah. I mean, I can set screens and, you yes. know, generally just kind of move about while Ben Bruss shoots threes and, you know, right. Gosser comes in, getting the hustle plays. Sure. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, Casey seems crappy. He can set some screens. Yeah. I can oh, set some screens. We basically treat them like they're Steph Curry. Just run them through like multiple. Oh, yeah. We'll even go further back to that. We'll, just, we'll uh, treat like Reggie Miller. Just going through yeah. like eight screens. Yeah. Get them open. Maybe get a rebound or two and pass it back out to them. <laughs> I say that. Go. I'm not sure I could set <laughs> I'm not sure. If like some 6'9 dude like ran into me setting the screen, I think I would just like burst into dust. Like I would just like, I'd be done. <laughs> So uh, no, 
but I, I I think they could get 51. It was terrible. It was terrible first half. Uh, they did make it close. Got within two late on. And then Minnesota employed the hack-a-hap technique, and Hap went one for seven uh, from the free throw line. So that's where it kind of slipped away again at the end. Um, just a lot of lot of issues here, and I guess with the game, a lot of offensive rebounds given. I guess there only ended up being six, but I saw a stat in the first half with Minnesota having 29 points. 20 of those points came on uh, turnovers or second-chance points. So yeah. Badgers were getting out hustled, and I think kind of my over if I take a step back from this game, I said last week on the podcast that, you know, where Wisconsin is, is a program. If they're getting back to their kind of gritty winning at home, being 500 on the road, that gets them back to the NCAA tournament. This was a home game. They should have won and didn't. It gives me a little bit of concern uh, for the season going forward. Now they won today at Penn state. So maybe there's a a little bit of hope there, but it really, gives me concern and kind of takes away some of the excitement I had for this team in this season. Yeah, I think after the day before this Penn State game, um, after they lost, like in my head, I was like, oh my God, you guys built me up just just to bring me down. And you sucked me in. Here yep. we go. Like here, come, I, I was all like downhill from yep. here from like, you know, we're making the tournament. What's going to be our seed to like, all right, we're going to be one of those stupid buzzle teams that have to win a bunch of games down the road just to make it in. Um, but with that's I mean it was another it was another crap game it was another poor shooting performance mm-hmm. um like you said they did make a comeback so that was encouraging but just like like getting outscored by one player in the first half that's just not I, you just can't do that ever um yeah. and especially against a Minnesota team it's just not acceptable yeah yeah I'm gonna team that that you should beat I think uh I think that another thing uh, about this game is, or I guess a takeaway that I have from the game is that if Demetri Christ isn't playing well, and by that I, I guess I more so mean making shots from yeah. from the outside. He ended the game three of ten, two for seven from three points with four turnovers and only eight points. Uh, it's really hard to find scoring outside outside of him if he's not. You know, obviously Haps there. He had a, a tough game, but. Uh, still did okay. Uh, Reavers is there. Davidson's there. But like without Trice being that real, you know, catalyst of the offense, the kind of everything else seems to struggle. So absolutely agree with that. Um, All right. So as we this, mentioned, Penn State actually yep. Penn State was playing as recording finished up yeah. here uh, with the W. Yeah, winning seventy-one to uh, fifty-nine. Win the day. Moving on. Got a game this time on Friday. Actually on Friday. Actually on Friday. Uh, at home against Purdue, yeah. Uh, primetime Friday, so should be should be a, should be a good one. Real test for the real test for the Badgers coming into the Cole Center. Yeah, Purdue just coming off a game, a big win over Iowa uh, earlier in the week. Uh, will be a good test. I, I, I'm starting to think that this Big Ten has two teams at the top, the the two Michigan teams, and then like five or six teams kind of right bunched in that next tier with yeah. Iowa, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Ohio Purdue, State. Ohio State, all kind of good but not great, and then the two Michigan teams um, at the uh, let's say at the very good uh, tier. So uh, I guess the separation is going to be when we play each other, um, and will be a important one. Actually, on Friday. Absolutely. So we're in the beginning of January here. 
Is it time? Is it time to start talking bracketology? <laughs> I mean, we can. Football's over. They, they football. They put them out. Over. They put it out before it even. Uh, oh yeah, bracketology season even starts, don't they? Crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a year-long thing with uh, Joe Lenardi or whoever. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, Joe Lenardi. I think they put it out now and then in January. If I'm right, he changes it once a week. Get into February, it's twice a week. March is like every day. There you go. So, um, saying out right now, what's he has Wisconsin as a five seed in the Midwest, which is in Kansas City. Ooh, interesting. Mm. All right, so that's our bracketology talk. There you go. We did it. <laughs> All right, Badgers in the bag. Uh, we've talked some football. But now we have to get to America's favorite segment, Casey's Corner Kick. Take it away. All right. Well, uh, we talked uh, last week, Marlo, uh, about an important midweek game happened actually on Thursday uh, between Liverpool and Man City. Um, it was an opportunity for Liverpool to really take a commanding lead in uh, in the Premier League uh a opportunity they did not take, if you can can't tell by um, my tone there. Uh, Man City won two to one uh, over Liverpool, and I guess for a a neutral, it would have been a, a quite the game to watch. Uh, Man City going up one zero, Liverpool tying it, and then Man City going up. And the interesting thing about this game was there was so many ebbs and flows to the game, in which Liverpool would look like the dominant team, then Man City would look like the team. Uh, with the upper hand and it really went back and forth often I'd say like every seven eight minutes in the game and that's not often something you see in a soccer game and it made for a really entertaining game unfortunately the team I root for um, came up with the short end of the stick there um, they're still in the lead in the league they're four points clear of Man City with 21 out of 38 games played um, they're so they're still kind of Obviously, in the lead in favor to win, uh, but it was a real chance to put seven points between them and Man City, and that would have been a, a very big um, gap, a really challenging gap for Man City to close. Um, tomorrow, uh, so that's all I have to say about the Premier League. It was a really <laughs> exciting game. Uh, if you uh, missed it, I mean, it was it was it was a really great game. Uh, Liverpool and uh, plays tomorrow. They play Wolves in the FA Cup. Uh, Marlo, do you have any guess what the FA Cup is? FA Cup Federal Alliance Cup. Federal Alliance Cup. Uh, it's the the uh, Football Association Cup. It's oh, the English Football Association Cup. Um, and it is a competition of all of the teams in uh, English professional football. So all the way from the Premier League down to, I, I guess I don't know how far down it goes, but the lowest pro, uh, uh, professional league there, I think it's the third division, which I think is like the fourth tier uh, in England. Um, so anyway, it's it's that. Uh, and Liverpool takes on Wolves uh, tomorrow. It's probably hmm, not that important. But winning competitions is still winning competitions. So uh, Liverpool takes on Wolves tomorrow. And then over the weekend, they take on Brighton uh, over the weekend. So that's what you have to look forward to. Fellow Liverpool fans that listen to this podcast, I'm sure there are a lot out there. Thrilled. They are thrilled. 
Uh, RKC Rita Talk. So I think we talked last time. Um, I don't know. Did we make a prediction last time in college, the national championship game? Um, uh, on who would win the national championship game? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. We'll make a pick now. <laughs> All right. We'll make a pick now. I hope I don't pick a different one. Uh, I'm going to... I, what I want to happen, I want Clemson to win. What I think will happen, I think Alabama will win. I've been saying this all year, and maybe it's just to kind of make my disappointing Badger season feel better to myself uh, that Alabama, this Alabama team is special and it will go down as one of the greats, uh, and I think that they will show that uh, again tomorrow night. All right. Give me a good game. Give me a great game. Uh, I agree with you. I just want to see Clemson come out on top, so I'm going to ride with them and ride with their sunshine quarterback. Uh, freshman coming through for the win. So here we go, Clemson. Yeah, I th- I think they could win, but um, I don't know. I I'm I'm gonna ride with with Alabama. Although I think that I can see a world in which Clemson wins. I think that their defense is good enough to stop Alabama, and I think they have enough offense to score on Alabama. But um, all that said, I think Alabama is still better at those two things. <laughs> better at football in general. <laughs> yeah. And I think Tua is um, another week to heal uh, that ankle. And I think he's just a transcendent player. Kind of like what Deshaun Watson was in, in college when Clemson won. He just has that extra something, that extra ability um, when it's needed. And I think he'll pull it out. All right, well, there you go. Uh, that's our official predictions for the 132 Breeze podcast. Um, that's going to do it for me. You have anything else, Casey? Uh, no, nothing else, uh, I guess, pod or, or sports-related. Just want to, as always, thank all our fellow fans for listening. I really appreciate your support, um, and I hope that all your favorite teams win all the sports. <laughs> <laughs>